Are you my podcast? 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 Oh, hey, Mare Bear. Oh, hey, Sarah Kuda. What are you doing? Girl, I'm just hanging out. What are you doing? I, you know, just happened to swing by my laptop and microphone and my notes from a really great uh, movie that I watched. Nothing big. Nothing big. I mean, we basically just been discussing how excited we are to record this for the last Mm -hmm. several days. Um, Before we get into it and before we announce what that is, just want to say to everybody, thank you for all your reviewing and ratings and please yes. keep it coming because it helps us and we want to do more podcasts and we want to bring more stuff to you. And if you help us by reviewing and subscribing and rating and telling your friends that we can bring more. Okay. Yes. Thank you. I concur. And we appreciate you. Um, it's I like mean, we just read the minutes from last I know, week's meeting. Yeah. Well, I like everyone, it though. We're all I like bit. to remind people. And just don't forget to also join Are You My Podcasters, the Facebook group. It's it's fun in there. People start their own conversations about Married at First Sight, the movies we're watching. And um, it's fun to just even drop in. Sometimes I don't even comment. I just like to read what you guys are talking about. So, and also oh, that's- me too. Yeah. And then you can keep up with like- we posted on all of our accounts usually what movie we're going to be discussing ahead of time. So if you read that, if you checked in our Instagram or our Twitter or our Facebook, you would know that Mary and I are so excited because oh. this is now an Eric Roberts fan podcast. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and I had no idea I was an Eric Roberts fan until this podcast and until and, I met you pretty much, yeah. Sarah Colonna. And I but, told you, and uh, I told you, I told you how to live your you life did. and I was right. I know you really, you've never steered, is steered the past tense. You've never steered me wrong. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I think so. I yeah. think that's correct. I was going to um, say you've never sterned me wrong, but no, stern- either way, you've always pushed me in the correct position and I'm very thankful. <laughs> um, there was no way that after uh, this past week's talk by my doctor <laughs> that I was not going to sink my teeth into stalked by my doctor, the return. I mean, that's the thing is, okay, so the first one came out in 2015. And last week, we were like, we need to do what I'll call a classic. And I will call something Mm -hmm. from 2015 a classic when it's fucking warranted. And sorry, Eric Roberts, stalked by my doctor, is a classic. And um, we decided we have to... We were, I said to Mary, you've never seen this. We've got to just go and do this movie. Because especially with the stuff that's airing right now being these ripped from the headlines. They're great movies, and I've watched all yeah. of them. But they're a little dark to... Because yeah, they're true stories. They're, so, yeah. Right. They're harder you know, to, I'm like, saying. make fun of murder and death when it's <laughs> real. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's. A, I mean, as much as I do have a dark soul, and honestly, probably an ability to do that, I'd prefer not everyone know it, you know? Yeah. It's so. much easier when it's a fake story with yeah. Eric Roberts creeping around Mexico uh, after ladies. And... So the first one was amazing. And guy, if you haven't watched them yet, again, we don't work for Lifetime. We're not trying to get you, them to, you to watch their movies, but they are free on Amazon Prime, all of them. Yes. And at some point, right now we're doing the second one, but obviously at some point, the third and the fourth will be covered as well. And I'm just hoping there's a fifth in the works. 
Oh my god, I I'm hoping it's until Eric Roberts is done making content. There's one like every year. That's what I want. That's all I want. I don't understand why there wouldn't be. If I ran programming at Lifetime, I'd be like, just pump out the Eric Roberts Doctor movies. Pump them out. Why are we fucking around here? I know. I and honestly, if you're low on if you're low on content, just get some footage of him. You know, in between takes, I'd watch that. Um, I, I think I'd watch him just walking down the street at this point. And me too, like window <laughs> shopping or something. I I would just watch anything, honestly. And um, you know, we always say like with this, like, oh, this you don't have to watch whatever we're watching to hopefully enjoy the podcast and and have a laugh with us. But just as like a person in the world who wants good things for other people, these are just fun. They're just yeah. fun to watch. Yeah, I would. I, I these come highly recommended, and from Mary and I, who you know you can trust because we have yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. but high quality taste. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm stable and reasonable. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, no. This is anyway. well. The best thing is they don't make you guess if there's a sequel coming. In in the first one, in the OG, stalked by my doctor, when he after he tied up a lady to the bed. And got and then it she got out and they went to go look for him. He was gone. And yeah. they showed him at the end and he was in Mexico. So in Stock by My Doctor 2, the return, they pick up with him in Mexico because that's yeah. where he went and that's where he's been since his last attempted murder slash relationship slash not murder. I don't think he wanted to murder anyone. He just no. wanted to he just wants someone to love him. He just wants, well, and you know, honestly, he just wants someone to love and someone not to be, you know, totally disgusted by him. I don't think his (laughs) expectations are even that high. He just wants someone to tolerate him. I feel like I know he wants them to be around to be around the year of uh, 18 years old. Is that? Yeah, he really likes likes the 18 year olds. A mm-hmm. solid 18, you know, <laughs> he's not a monster. He wants that 18th birthday, but he just, you know, it doesn't have to be that long ago, if you know yeah. what I'm saying. Exactly. It just has to have occurred. Yeah. <laughs> it could be the day of or the <laughs> night before midnight. You know, I think he would, he would be willing to waver on that, but um, he's, he just, likes a, it. he's just a man who hasn't been able to get um, a, a woman of, a certain age to fall in love with him because he's fucking insane. Yeah. And yeah. he can't hide it as we see him snap at people. And in the original, when he, a date went wrong and he just <laughs> called this very, a very thin lady, a big fat ass as she walked out the door. I mean, he's got oh. problems with his rage. Fat ass bitch. I mean, just <laughs> honestly, I, it makes my soul sing just, just thinking about that. But no, it, it it is funny to me too. So the first scene in this one, like he, again, you said Mexico, he sits down, pretty lady buys her a drink and it seems like it's working out. Her friends like met up with some guy. She's single. He says he's a pediatrician because he has to change the story because he was a cardiologist, but he's right. wanted. By. He's wanted by the FBI. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he, he snugs right up to her and then and then just starts showing her pictures on his phone. You're not supposed to do that of your big house and your big boat. It's not. I feel like he read a book and he's just on how to like woo women and he skipped the middle chapters or something. Well, it doesn't work on these women. But when I watched him do that and I watched her 
immediately be turned off by him and saying, get some new material is what she said to him. And he showed her the boat and he said, I was thinking her name was Rachel, I think. And he says, I'm, I was thinking of naming the boat Rachel. How's that? And she's like, oh, Jesus Christ. Now I can't, I can't entertain this anymore. You're ridiculous. But I did think about you, Mary, and Uh thought about if my mare bear was in Cancun and Eric Roberts saddled up and said, he was going to name his boat Mary, you'd be in. Are you kidding me, Sarah? The next scene would be me on a boat with Mary written on the side. You are so right. I have nothing negative to say about this man. I, I like, you know how many years you save? Just cut right to it. You know, I would literally say, excuse me, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'd call my family. I'd quit my job. I would just take care of shit. Oh, man. <laughs> Be like, sorry, I'm never coming back from Can- Can- Cancun. There's a pediatrician yeah. with a boat and he's going to name it after me. What the fuck more do I need? Yeah. No, you guys can come visit. The house is huge. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, it does. And it did look nice. I also because then after that, he was sitting on the beach. By himself, he got a stormed off from her, of course, because that's you know he gets angry yeah. when people are rude to him, and <laughs> he didn't call her any names, which I was actually disappointed about. But then they Me showed. Too. <laughs> I was like, "Where's Rachel's <laughs> tongue lashing?" You know, even for- if it was like "you dumbass bitch" or something, <laughs> just like you could change it up a little. Yeah, no, he just he kind of sauntered off, and and you could tell he was angry, which never don't ever make him angry. And then, but then he was on the beach enjoying some margaritas and some chips and salsa. And it just looked, I thought, God, (laughs) I'd love to sit down at that table. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I mean, I I shit you not. That is my version of heaven right now. Oh, both of us. It's both. I mean, we, I would be in a throuple with Eric Roberts and you. I would. Oh my God. Actually, that's even more enticing. We'd always (laughs) have something to talk about. And he'd love it because he, this man, as I, I know that he has a name in the movie, but I just like to call him Eric Roberts. And he, oh, yeah. this man just wants the doctor. What's his? What did he call himself? He changed. Oh, Doctor Slauson. He called himself Doctor Slauson in this movie. Yeah, um, Victor. Vic. Yeah, he in the in the he just wants someone to love him. So if he had both of us to say how wonderful he is all the time. Oh yeah, and then like we wouldn't like we could take turns and like share the responsibility of like acting like we like looking at pictures of all of his shit and stuff. You know what I mean? And then it wouldn't be too wearing on either one of us. Exactly. I don't think I'd be acting, though. I think I would like it. Oh, yeah, same. I mean, listen, he suffers from a little bit of a lack of emotional intelligence. But other than that, I think he's <laughs> he's kind of perfect. And a tiny bit of a rage issue. A little bit of a rage issue. A little bit of murdery killer but you know i can live with that everybody has yeah. their you know downside i so so he's sitting on the beach again minding his own business having you know i'm trying not to masturbate while i'm watching no, i'm kidding um and he all of a sudden uh, they bring out like this guy comes running with a woman in his arms a wom- a young woman who drowned in the ocean mhm she was drowning and Drowning. He, he's a doctor and he can't help but see. So the bit, even though he's fucked up in the head, that he has a nice side of him that became a doctor and he can't help but want to save people. Now he was mm-hmm. nervous if he should get up or not because the federales had just walked by and he's a wanted man. 
They sure did with their with like the, bazooka looking guns like, and shit. I know, with machine guns on the beach. Yeah. And I was like, that seems dramatic. And then I thought, well, I think that actually is that how it kind of is goes. legit. <laughs> yeah. And and so he's but then he can't help himself. The doctor in him, in him just risks it all. And he gets up and he goes over and starts giving her mouth to mouth, which we know is always gonna end with him in love. But <laughs> he, he starts giving her mouth to mouth. And then I don't know if you noticed when he started giving her CPR. And he was doing the pushing and there was a lot of grunting when he was pushing. And is that, I've never taken a CPR class. I probably should. Most of my family are EMTs, to be honest. And they would be ashamed that I don't know the answer to this question. But do you, are you supposed to make that like huh, huh, grunt whenever it's, you do it? I, Sarah, swear to God, swear to God on my life had the same exact question. Cause it was like rhythmic, but then it was just him really going to town. But then I don't know if you noticed that towards the end, he moved of the pumping of the chest. He took the grunts and made them into don't go, don't go. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh if it was my just, God. It's like a cheer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I don't know the answer. I mean, I'm sure maybe, maybe some, some audio sort of helps you with the, the timing of the, right. I'm just yeah. making shit up right now. But you I know. think that sounds good. I'd let you give me CPR if that was your reasoning. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, yeah. whatever. However, he's doing it, he's doing it right. He saves the girl. She's okay. Yeah. They go, she, they take her to the hospital. And of course, he's there in the hospital in Cancun while she's getting checked out. And, and everyone tells her that she's going to be fine. But they're first, I mean, he did give her like creepy eye contact when her eyes opened on the beach, of course. And we already knew this was going to be the woman that he's oh, in yeah. love with. Now, the mom yeah. is there. And she's obviously grateful that he saved her life in the hospital after. And, and then he starts showing pictures of the, to the girl, her name's Amy, of his boat as well. He goes right back to his A material. And yeah, he didn't skip a beat either. Yeah. <laughs> and he's going to name that boat Amy. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and, and she laughs and giggles. And he's got his arm around her. And the mom doesn't seem at all disturbed. Remember, in the original Stock by My Doctor, the mom had a little bit of a nervous reaction to him being like that with his daughter. But this one is what we learn is a she's got her own fucking problems. So her that's own, why. Yeah. Ish, her own yeah issue. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, uh, he, he had a good grip on Amy around her waist or whatever, when he was, was showing her his boat <laughs> and, uh, yeah, the mom seems like okay with it, but then we, yeah, we find out she's sort of whatever, but he, and then it shows him he's, He's after this. He's oh, does does she invite him to dinner? Like think, Amy's like, oh, mom, we should take Doctor Eric Roberts to dinner. Yes, and, and the yeah. and the mom did. She said, I don't think that's the best idea. But I didn't know if that meant because she was worried about him being crazy, or if it was because she was it just was like, a, you almost drowned. Yeah, so like I don't know that we should go. Yeah, <laughs> down some tacos. Um, <laughs> It was a big day, but yeah, she, they, he found out she's from San Diego. So then he told her he's also from San Diego because he's obviously planning to bump into her again. Oh, and then I he, mean, it, when they showed him on the computer right after that, with he has like a therapist. Yes, yes, <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yep. Um, he's totally open and honest, which I I think are great character traits. Um, they are also crazy and he tells his therapist yeah you know he met this 
this young, this girl, he's in love, he's getting on a plane tomorrow to go to San Diego to win her over. And then she's kind of like, uh, this, this sounds a bit alarming. You know, you've told me you've, <laughs> you've had some issues in the past with, you know, some, some disturbing relationships and younger women. And he basically just snaps and like fires her, <laughs> slams the laptop closed and like throws food and drinks on the floor, which I just <laughs> love his rage so much. I, I know. And I was a little bit disappointed in that particular scene that there was an uh, more, there was an audio because last time he freaked out in an alley in the other movie and started throwing <laughs> trash cans around and he was like, I'm a doctor. I'm a doctor. Yeah. 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 There was, and- there wasn't enough sobbing from him in this one. No, they did more. They wanted to make it more dramatic. It was a quiet montage of him freaking out in his, home in Cancun and I just wanted I was like turn the fucking volume up when he when yeah. this doctor freaks out we like to hear it because he's gonna right. there's like gonna be a nugget s- that comes out of his yeah. mouth that's gonna be wonderful the sound bites are second to none and mm-hmm. uh yeah hopefully they'll remember that I uh I oh I and then th- then they get you where like first of all I'm just gonna say this like it's it's a it's a daydream of his or whatever where you don't know it and it shows him like sweating bullets going through customs and he's stuttering and sweating and the guy customs is that what it's called customs yeah yeah and the guy's like please don't drip on my desk and then it goes on and on but then the reality is is that he sails through right yes he always has a little bit of a panic attack about being caught as he should yeah. But I yeah, think he likes it. He likes towing the line. He does, yeah. But he once he, they they snap him out of his daydream, and we see that he's sailing right through. And he says mm-hmm. that he, and then I think he says he was a cardiologist. And the guy he, he switched his profession again. And, but the guy at customs was like, "Oh, I just had a heart operation because of you guys like you. I'm alive. Welcome back to the U.S." Stamps the passport, <laughs> and it yeah. comes Doctor Eric Roberts right back into San Diego to show up. Sitting outside of school, as he does. High school. 18. She's 18. I think we can both agree that he's a wonderful doctor, but he's an even better, like, fucking private investigator. (laughs) Like, he should go into finding people because he doesn't miss a beat. I mean, he, he, and he's not, he's not timid about it either. I mean, you'd think like he'd kind of pull into the parking lot off to the side a little bit. No, just like square it up, probably in a handicapped spot, like just dead right in front of the fucking girl. (laughs) He does not know with music blare. All attention can be drawn to him as possible. And he's just like staring at the girl and then Amy that he saved. And then and then she has a boyfriend and the boyfriend comes up to her and they hug and kiss. And you can see Dr. Eric Roberts really not liking this. He doesn't like that at all. No, Mm -mm, she's not. That's his girl. Yeah, that's his girl. Get your hands off my girl. Um, and then they they start to walk away, and then the boyfriend <laughs> goes over to the car and I pulls this him was out. A little aggressive. I know he kind of pulls him out and punches him in the, in the stomach, and he says, "I, you know, I've seen you here the past few days staring at my girlfriend. I've seen you again because, as you pointed out, Mary doesn't try to hide himself. But it was a, <laughs> it was a lot to just decide to punch him in the stomach, even though he was right. Um, yeah." But then Dr. Eric Roberts, she runs over, the girl, Amy runs over and says, wait, no, that's the guy who saved my life. And he goes, oh, 
the boyfriend goes, oh, my bad. Oh, my God. You're the guy who saved her life. Then it's not weird at all that you're here. Yeah. Put her put her here. I'm sorry, man. I yeah. I'm sorry. I almost beat the shit out of you and fractured your ribs. But hey, you know, we bygones be bygones. In normal yeah. life, you'd go, hey, it's still weird that you're sitting outside this school. And she she asks, oh, how'd you know this is my school? And he says, well, I remembered your sweatshirt and I just wanted to find you. Which, again, (gasps) everyone should be running for the hills, but instead they're just so excited to see Doctor Save My Life. And the three of them go to lunch. They go have a nice lunch. They do. And I love that he just, he always ends up at lunch with with his teenage love interest and their either significant other or best friend. He just, (laughs) he gets himself a lunch date in every fucking movie. And I don't know if it's at lunch or before. And he's like, I just wanted to give you this. And it's a fucking giant life preserver with amy written on it <laughs> uh it's it's to go with the boat <laughs> oh yeah i know i know show me a picture of the boat eric roberts with my name on it i don't need this now i gotta carry this fucking life jacket around or whatever but yeah yeah and again she thinks it's she goes oh <laughs> they just think it's not totally normal that this doctor has tracked her down at her high school and just to give her sat, a life vest out front on it. for three days Three days to give her this fucking life vest. I mean, uh, you gotta love how stupid people are portrayed and expected to be. <laughs> and, and so when they're at lunch, Amy also, uh, no filter, no stranger danger, tells Dr. Eric Roberts all about her mother and mm-hmm. how she's anxious and depressed and fucked up and scared of heights because the dad died. Her dad died a couple years ago or was it like eight years ago or something i don't know but he fell off of a ladder painting the house not even a tall ladder by the way it wasn't wasn't that tall and i feel like i don't know i think you're like you're supposed to like when you're falling like you kind of at least try to protect your head and face i mean he just smashed he did it was like like a what's that when you jump into a pool like that what's that like a cannonball (laughs) or like a belly flop Oh right, or, yeah, or yeah. I don't he, know, but it, like he, it was almost like Superman, like arms down to his side, like put him out in front of your head, pal. You know, yeah, whatever. Something. That's, he fell off a stepladder and died, and he did die. And it was very, the very tragic reenactment that they showed us, and this is apparently what has given his, uh, Amy's mom anxiety and a fear of heights, and she's miserable. And um, Eric Roberts decides to capitalize on that and convince Amy that, well, that's the reason, that's part of the reason I tracked you down is I'm interested in your mom. Yeah. Like kind of a smarter angle this time though, you know? True. Yeah. Like at he's least learning. He's, it, he's growing. That's true. <laughs> yes. He is growing. Cause in the first one, he just went straight after the daughter. Didn't even try right. to pretend. Yeah. This one, at least he's, he's like, Oh, you know what? I gotta, I gotta fake it with a mom first and then maybe yeah. she and, and I can fall in love. And let us let us just state for the record, and again, age is just a number, but just for context here, the mom is probably half of his age. Not half of his age, but like she's not his age. She's still a much younger woman. I mean, at least by 10 years, I would say, minimum, right? Right. I think so. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, because they implied that later that like... uh Amy could be his granddaughter, you know what I mean? So it's like he he's acting like the the mom is some old battle axe. He just has to 
fuck a few times and get through to get to the new fresh preemie you know right. and it's yeah. like dude like she's gonna she, die she'll probably die in her sleep because she's so old she's like 42 yeah. <laughs> i mean she's she's a she's a young lady you know but yeah anyway he doesn't again listen mary <laughs> she doesn't, doesn't have the newborn scent he likes <laughs> so <laughs> that was aggressive but you know what i mean it's disgusting i do, I do know what i do know what you mean <laughs> i don't know if i could talk anymore now Oh, I know. Boy. I tend to I tend to make things weird. It's been my whole <laughs> life, but you know that. But anyway, we'll just moving on. <laughs> well, um, he is no, he goes he goes in hard after the mom and convincing mm-hmm. her basically basically they they end up showing him at her house at the mom and Amy's house and he's walking her through some anxiety and telling her Get on this um, book and to get over your fear of heights. It's like a fucking dictionary. I mean, if that yeah. if she can't step yeah. on a dictionary, she's got bigger problems than yeah. A fear like of she height. hasn't been upstairs then in eight years because I know. Yeah. And there are stairs in that house, so they and then they end up like putting like a, a chair or something, and then that's too much. That's too oh, high yeah. for her. She's not ready to yeah. get on a chair. But they did a gradual build up to the chair, and he's telling her to put her arms out and doing all this stuff, trying to make her feel comfortable. It's just. And then he it kind of wins her over. I mean, that that really was all it took. He wanted to get in the house. He wanted to see what Amy's favorite tea was in the refrigerator because he has a plan for later. Yes. And yep. he wanted to convince the mom that he's a safe space. And she went in <laughs> fucking hook, line, and sinker. She was in. She really did. And I want to ask you, did you have a feeling, because I did not, I'll just put that out there, that like, I felt like they didn't touch privates it felt like that at all. Like they went very far into the story, but they were like, oh, he's my boyfriend. But they never really showed them. And part of me didn't know if it was like this weird, like platonic thing, but like they're just like, oh, company. But they must have. Right. I know because they don't they don't have a problem. I don't think it's because they don't want to show it because they didn't have a problem showing him putting his mouth on both Amy and the girl in the last movie. In right. his fantasies and in when he kissed the last movie, he kissed one in her sleep. You know, they don't have a problem with that. But in this movie, right. you never saw him romantic with. I just think they didn't want us to feel like he would betray Amy. I just want. <laughs> I think they wanted oh, us to. I think they yeah. wanted us to believe that no matter what, he's still being faithful to his girl. Oh my god! You know what, Sarah? You're fucking right. That's absolutely what it was. Oh, I'm glad we had this chat. I mean, it's creepy that that's what it was, but I think that, I mean, now that I said it out loud, maybe that's what it was. Yeah. He's not going to like rub Amy's face in it. No. And, and this woman who they've portrayed is so desperate and, and what, like you said, that she, I guess, will just marry without ever feeling affection, physical affection, because she's so miserable and sad is what they're trying to portray. I don't know. I mean, they show her having a little bit of a good time. Like they go to the beach. Um, her and Eric Roberts go to the beach with Amy and her boyfriend. boyfriend yeah. I think his name was Garth. Garth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't look like a Garth to me. It was uncomfortable. I know. I know. I can't, unless it's Garth Brooks, I don't want to hear the name, but it was or Wayne and Garth or Wayne and Garth. Thank you. Good. Yeah. Good call. They, um, they showed him just sort of staring He's not even listening to the mom. She's babbling in his ear and he's just staring at Amy in her bikini and her boyfriend and them making out. And he bet that he kind of quizzes. Oh my God, this was the best when he starts quizzing the boyfriend. 
about um, yes about if you, he's faithful. Yeah, he's like, oh, so is this is this uh, you know a real is this a long time thing or is this just sort of trying it out and giving it a spin until the next one or whatever weird thing he said to the boyfriend. Yeah. And he's obviously counting on the boyfriend to, to have an immature he's, guy talk with him. He asked, he asked if Amy's a rental or he's leasing to buy. <laughs> <laughs> That's Which, what it was. Oh man. I mean, what a way to cut, cut to the chase. Eric oh, Roberts, you know, can you imagine if someone, <sighs> if your boyfriend's father talked like that, like, to your boyfriend, you I, the idea of that coming out of anyone's mouth to someone no. I've ever dated is just horrible. But he is <laughs> hoping that this will sort of put him in a hey, this is guys, this is how we talk thing. But Garth is a stand up guy, he's a nice guy, and he, he says, is. No, I'm marrying her and I'm gonna love her. And then while they're having this conversation, Amy and the mom are walking on the street and she's saying, She's saying that she really likes him. And Amy says, it's great because it's like a full-time job to take care of you, which was a weird thing to say to your mom. Yeah. Like your, your mom's depressed and went through a traumatic thing. Like, yeah, I thought it didn't, she was kind of a bitch. With it was kind of weird. And then when the mom got offended, she goes, oh, sorry. I mean, I wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. It's like, well, then choose different words. <laughs> Sorry, I told you you're ruining my life, but um, hope you and your boyfriend work out. <laughs> yeah, and then and then it did after the the beach scene there, the beach time. They uh, it was a nice little showing of Eric Roberts angrily speed crying in his car. <laughs> oh, well, his rage driving, his is the rage best. driving. Yeah, when he's just like gunning it and crying so hard he can't see and oh mm -hmm. yeah because he, he doesn't like the way conversations go and when he does he rage drives and i believe that's how they opened the original stock by my doctor just so if oh, anyone doesn't sure remember was. so we see that he's not happy he's not happy with how things are going the boyfriend's too happy with amy and amy's too happy with the boyfriend and now he's got this fucking mom up his ass um <laughs> <laughs> who who I'm just in my head I'm having to tell myself that he's he's getting he's getting sex from the mom. I don't know why it's important for me for Eric Roberts to be taken care of this entire movie, but it it was. And so I kept thinking, well, he's just biding his time, you know. And mm -hmm. uh it it showed him at an empty house, which was like I guess his his rental house in San Diego since he's lying about living there. And that's when he makes some like poison version of something to replace the iced tea. Is that right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, to put yeah. in Amy's tea. And, and it seemed like something said like lack, like I thought it was a laxative or something. It seemed like something said lax on the yeah, side. LA, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then I love like, that. I don't he, think he, if I'm if I'm in love with someone, I don't want to give them the shits. I can tell you that. I don't want to think about that. Although, I don't want to. I agree with that, but think about it. If you're like a total fucking psycho, what when is someone their most vulnerable? When that's they have true. like uncontrollable bowels. So I mean, true. I feel like that's what like police and stuff should do for interrogation of people. That's a good like, that's true. You know, I feel like you would I would tell anybody anything if they just give me just let me go. <laughs> yeah, you know? That's true. You don't I have mean, you don't have, yeah. there's no, there's not a lot of control when you're in that situation. So you just yeah. need to get whatever information out. That's true. Maybe that's, right. that's a but good I mean, um, angle. Yeah. I mean, he's a, he's a sick puppy as much as I love him. Who knows where he's coming from 
But he is uh, the Pink Panther with how he's able to sneak into people's houses. <laughs> I mean, these are my favorite scenes because it's so fucking asinine. Like, there's no way. He just... What, how did he get in this He's, time? Did he? I've, did he, have, he had some kind of maybe a screwdriver that didn't oh, even right. or something yeah. or like an ice pick something and just he just popped it in the door and it opened. I mean, yep. these people. This was filmed in 2016 or so. These people have at least a, a a better lock on their door, if not a security camera and alarm, especially and if an they're alarm. a fully yeah. anxious psycho lady. Like the, not psycho, but if they have yeah. all the anxiety that she has, she can't even step on a dictionary. You don't think she has a, a couple of cameras around the house? <laughs> a couple. Of, yeah. She's probably got a whole viewing room or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, it, he sneaks in and and like they show like, oh, the mom kind of hears something and, and you think that she's like getting up to check it out. I mean, again, he has balls of steel or whatever, just loves to break and enter. The daughter's sort of stirring. He goes right into the kitchen and he he has this giant, was it, I wrote down, Palm Vista drugs paper bag, puts that on the counter, refills the iced tea, mm-hmm. a couple of close calls, and Amy comes marching down because she's parched and needs a drink. Of course. Perfect timing. Yeah. How strange. How did he know that she wakes up at 3 a.m. and drinks tea? Well, she does. And she, so she comes down and runs it to the mom and, and they both see the bag and neither of them, they even talk about it. I think the mom says, what did you get from Palm Vista drugstore or whatever? She goes, oh, nothing. I didn't get anything there. Maybe it was the doctor. What, what do you mean? Like, well, he just left a big fucking bag on your, I mean, it was, it was not, it was a grocery bag like I've never seen before. If that's it what was prescription was the size giant. of a desk. It, it was like it was like the old days, like if you showed someone carrying a giant paper bag brimming with groceries and it was just sitting in the middle of this like clear, immaculately empty island in a kitchen. And they just, mm-hmm. oh, what's that? I mean, hey, guys, why even lock your fucking doors? You're not going to notice anything. Exactly. This is why he was able to get in so easy. And while they're discussing that and then she thinks she's cold so she goes to find her sweatshirt which is in the same room that he's hiding and listening to them he hides like a ninja i mean there is nobody that hides better than him should the minute she goes to get her sweatshirt he's already disappeared into another room not made a sound and I mean, not even a click of a hip just mm-mm. like gone i know he's like a cat uh, burglar he's him. really good at it i pink panther is a very good call on him <laughs> And of course, now she wakes up sick, but she's throwing up. So we don't see they obviously he did whatever he put in there was not supposed to give her diarrhea. It was supposed to make her vomit. And (laughs) this is one of my favorite scenes because Mm -hmm. she's (laughs) so she's throwing up, throwing up. And of course, the mom thinks and I guess you would do this. I guess you would go, oh, I'm dating a doctor. I'll call him. But I don't know. I would probably just hit the emergency room. I don't know what time of day it is or anything. Yeah, it's like the morning, a I clinic. guess. Yeah, yeah. But instead, she thinks, "Well, I'm going to call him," and she says, "You need to get over here right now," which is a little demanding. You just met the guy. You just started dating. Now you think he's like your on-call doctor. Right. I don't think right. that's fair. And he goes, "Okay, I'm." J- <laughs> I'm jumping in the. He's been expecting this call. He goes, "I'm jumping in the car. I'll be right there." And then they, they, he puts down the phone and he starts eating his pancakes that are the letters that spell out Amy. He's made Amy <laughs> pancakes for himself. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was 
I, I literally wrote dude's a twisted fuck after that because that was just the the icing on the crazy cake that I am so in love with, along with a pint size glass of orange juice, which you've mentioned in the past, unless you've you got champagne in there. That's a lot of orange juice. It's too much. Nobody, I especially, he's a little bit older and I feel like it yeah. would be hard on your stomach to have an entire gallon of orange juice with your Amy pancakes. I think you just get a little, like a little eight ouncer or something would make more yeah. sense. Well, and I don't think that was going to be the first or last time he had the Amy pancakes because he also had an economy size bottle of syrup. Not just like a regular <laughs> one or a small one, like a, like it had a handle. <laughs> like he was making those, he was going to spell that name out and, do other things with it. Yeah. Think, He's, yeah, he hasn't bought any furniture, but he has fucking lifetime supplies of Sir. orange juice and syrup in this house. Yeah, in this and empty pancake mix and pancake mm-hmm. mix. Oh, the Amy pan! It was so funny. I'll be right on my way as he starts oh. slicing his Amy pancakes like a psycho, oh, just perfectly laid out. Just, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. and ever reliable. He goes over and he helps her out and. He checks her out and takes, he draws blood, which it was seemed aggressive to me in a house. Yeah. I just, that seems like something you have to do at the hospital. I wouldn't just let it go. I don't know where yeah. you got the needle. I guess they're, they're very trusting that this doctor, I mean, I guess he saved her life already. So yeah. well, they have no suspicions. Um, and they're just letting him do all of this with his little doctor bag and taking her blood. And, and then they say, he's surprised. Say, I'm surprised he hasn't jumped out with like a rectal thermometer. Like, no, this is the most uh, surefire result we have. It's most we can depend on it the most. Um, Mom, if you could just give us a minute. This is mm-hmm. patient doctor. Anyway, sorry. I agree. Um, mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't go there. And then mm-hmm. he says something about getting up and or what time she got up. But she hadn't said it. I, so. He says something about, well, 3 a.m. And then she goes, well, how did you know I got up at 3 a.m.? And he starts to panic that, oh, God, how did I, why did I say that? And she, before he can answer, she gives him the out. She goes, that's when we all get up, right? Isn't that so weird? What's, I'm so interested in that stuff because she says she wants to be a doctor too. So she wants to do a study on why the fuck people wake up at 3 a.m. apparently. Yeah. And. Yeah. mm -hmm. Cool, Amy. Real cool. Yeah. Yeah. But no, he thought he was caught collar pull. But then she just she's just curious. She just wants to learn from him. Mm-hmm. And he's he's got some things to teach her, I think. Yeah. I I do love I do love that like so he takes her blood and so then it's like cuts to like a hospital setting where she goes in like, oh, doctor, whatever. And he's just milling around in a white doctor coat <laughs> waiting and for her to come in. He doesn't work there. No, and nobody notices. Nobody's like, no. I've never seen that guy before. Why yeah, is there? Just standing around with a fucking clipboard or whatever. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> like, oh. maybe it's his Halloween costume. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, seriously. And he just, she comes in and, you know, oh, come right in. No worries. Pulls out the blood results that he had doctored in his empty house the night before. And a lot, this, well, this was a lot of fun. I, you know, I didn't see this coming, but basically he shares, um, you know, her blood work. Everything came back fine, except uh, for an STD. And then he follows up and asks her if she's noticed any blisters or cold sores around her vagina. I mean, if this is your 
if this is your, <laughs> you know, sexy talk before, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the girl you're supposed to be hot after and mm-hmm. you're asking her these things. I just, I understand he's a doctor, but, and I understand what he's doing here, but I just feel like you could have done anything else besides asking her about colds, about blisters around her vagina hole, because that's her not vi- <laughs> anything that anyone wants to talk about. Well, I'm not, I honestly, for a split second, was concerned yet intrigued if he was going to insist that he sees it. Oh, that is concerning and intriguing. Both. But also, yeah, I'm <laughs> sick. But in my head, I'm like, oh, my God, he, you know, it, like, he's going to be like, well, maybe you missed him. Let me take a closer look, you know, oh, or no, something like Mary, that. Mary, not, I did not go there at all. I have, I'm honestly, you know what I mean? It's I'm like very childlike when it comes. <laughs> I'm just immature. But yeah, no, I'm just I really, mean- really into <laughs> Eric Roberts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe in projecting. Is that what I'm doing? It might be. Might be. You'd be like, hold on, let me take a look. Just bend right hey, over. You know what? Let's um, double check. <laughs> <laughs> hold on. I can put my feet behind my head, Dr. Eric Roberts. <laughs> let me show you. So you can yeah. get a really, really good look. Really solid. I want you to have every angle. Just hold on a sec. <laughs> well, uh, he, he it's smart because he asks her, he tells her that herpes has shown up in her blood. And then he says that thing to her, as you mentioned. And it's because he knows that this is an STD. He can, she can have not had an quote unquote outbreak or whatever as he's trying to, I don't know. He explains the whole thing to her, but basically he wants her to believe that her boyfriend cheated on her and she believes it right away because she yeah. says, well, we're supposed to have only been with each other. How could he give me herpes? But the one question she didn't ask is, um, why did you run a fucking STD test when I was just throwing up and had a fever last night? Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's a little, a little TMI on his part. I mean that, yeah, she, that didn't even cross her mind, which leads me to believe that she, maybe she does have a little secret thing for him. I mean, she doesn't, but yeah. Why is she not questioning everything? Yeah. It just seems like I would say, wow, that seems invasive. Why did you ask? Why did you run an STD test without asking me if I, you know, did you think that's what I had last night? Did you think I had a case of the uh, vomit, ST, whatever. I don't yeah. know. It just seemed very. Yeah. What didn't... other STDs make you puke? Yeah. You know, that's the number one symptom. Yeah. So she, nobody's asking questions. And obviously she's upset with her boyfriend who she confronts and calls and says, you gave me herpes. And he's very confused. Um, and then he goes, well, maybe you gave me herpes because he's mad, which I don't really blame him. I mean, that was right. He, he didn't. And he has only been with her. And He's been a stellar boyfriend so far, so there was no reason for her to have to blame him for something like this. But she doesn't know any better because Dr. Eric Roberts is very convincing. So now yeah. they're on the outs. Yeah, and and the boyfriend is kind of starting to question the test and the... Oh, right before this, though, there's a quick scene where Eric Roberts gets the mom up on the ladder, exact mm-hmm. same spot where the husband bit it. I mean, Seems- they could have at least put the ladder in another spot in the house, right? I mean, I mean, I don't know why she she can also not be on a ladder ever again. Th- exactly. Exactly, Mary. Like, it's this not is- like she paints houses for a living and she's it's- like got to earn her wage. I mean, just don't go up on a ladder. How about that? No. And if you even have to get on a step stool to change a light bulb or something, fine. But you don't have to get on the exact same le- ladder, ladder your husband died on in the exact same spot outside the house. You're never going to have to do that for whatever 
thing he was up there for. You're always going to be able to call a handyman yeah. or maybe have Garth or maybe have Dr. fucking Eric Roberts. Why do you get on the ladder and get up to that window? Yeah. I don't need to do it. Right. Exactly. And also Amy's, she's nimble, limber, are those words? She can fucking hop up on a ladder. Yeah. I think she's athletic. It yeah, just seems, it, it seemed ridiculous. aggressive to make him, make her get on that same ladder. Cause I would say, yeah. no, I don't need to get on that. And she's all happy after she gets on it. Like, ha, 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 my husband was a pussy. He died on this ladder. I just <laughs> ran right up it. Yeah, I know. He doesn't even know how to fall off a ladder. Right. <laughs> or yeah. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous and didn't really see the, well, I mean, at the end we see where he's going with this sort of, yeah. but, um, the, but so Garth is definitely starting to question and he really is in love with Amy and he wants to see her, but she can't, um, this certain, he calls her and she can't because Dr. Slauson, Eric Roberts is going to help her with her physiology homework with a, a whole, a whole session, a whole, uh, whatever he, he created for her. Mm-hmm. About orgasms. About, um, yeah. Yeah. He just yeah. wants to talk about orgasms and and if she gets um whatever what's the word oxytocin um, oxy mm-hmm. that's what I wrote it down it's not like I know it um yeah full lecture in her living room about the only oxy, oxy I know about is oxy oxycotton that's the <laughs> yeah, only oxy I know <laughs> I know that and ox is oxyclean was that the TV <laughs> fucking commercial I don't know I've been up late at night my whole life but um yeah talks to her about the bond that comes uh and again this is up on a giant screen i'm assuming a giant flat screen tv in her living room and it talk talking about the bond that comes with an orgasm because of the the oxytocin levels then he he follows up as any good teacher would and asks her if she's ever experienced this Mm -hmm. yeah and this makes her finally a little now now all of a sudden amy's like that's i don't like this this doesn't feel like a conversation we need to be having and right she tells she tells her mom about it now mom's taken a real turn from being anxiety ridden and scared of everything to i'm not scared of anyone including perverts i'm dating him i don't care <laughs> yeah um, yeah she I've never <laughs> felt I got better in a, my life yeah, i got on a ladder today honey sorry that he hit <laughs> on you okay oh my god she oh. doesn't believe her she doesn't believe her at all she says um oh well that's just his job you know he has to he's trying to help you and then she tells dr eric roberts amy thinks you hit on her and he was like no that's not what happened she what's happening here is she just doesn't want you to move on she sees that you're happy and so (laughs) she just doesn't want you to move on and that's so she's creating these situations to make you question me i mean sarah he makes a lot of sense you know, you have to admit that even when he's lying on his asshole and he knows it, he always has like a good excuse. Always. He always can. He's ready. I feel like he doesn't yeah. think a lot of things through, but he thinks through his plans. He's quick on his feet, you know, quick on his feet. Yeah. He should have been like an improv actor. I know. Because he's yeah. got and then he has this whole fantasy, which is funny because the fantasy part. So he has this sort of daydream that. um. Amy's looking at Facebook or, you know, whatever version of they want to call it on on Lifetime. And people are calling her names because of the herpes. And she spilled the beans about the herpes to to his classmates. Garth went around, told everyone. And 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 so I'm thinking I didn't know that was part of the daydream at first. I thought that part was real. But then the daydream 
went to where he started comforting her and then mm-hmm. and then they start making out and the mom and this is how I remember the, that there was stairs in the house because the mom's upstairs looking down no problem at all apparently mm. that's not an issue <laughs> if she had a real height issue she'd be sleeping on the fucking couch or whatever she would have bought a one-story house after her husband died but no she's just upstairs hanging by a balcony no big deal one and, of those little chairs that goes up the <laughs> yeah so yeah. he starts fantasizing that he and um, Amy are making out and the mom walks in and she, and goes, what are you doing? And he goes, oh, he's so good, mom. And then they start, and then the mom throws herself on the balcony and dies. Now, this is all a fantasy, but mm-hmm. I thought, I wasn't sure. I thought the fantasy part was just that and that he had actually made everyone in her school know that she got herpes so that she could blame it on Garth. But it turns out that whole thing was just a fantasy. That's actually smart of you. That didn't cross my mind, but that would make, I will say it did take me a minute to know when the dream began and then to realize that the whole thing was a dream for sure. Yeah. But I didn't, I wouldn't have put two and two together that he spread it to cause more blame on Garth, but yeah, that would have made sense. That's what I was thinking, but it did none yeah. of it happened. It was all just, a, it was just a, a daydream of his ability to comfort her, or maybe he, it was plan, plan was to do that or something, but all that is imagination and she's still mad at him, but he yeah. asks, he doesn't care. He asks the mom, her name is Linda. I actually wrote her name down oh, at one point. that's nice. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm, I actually don't think I did this time. Look at us. We're really, we're always, this is when you carried me. Yeah, this is just, oh, I dig deep on this podcast. I really, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. Linda, loser the Linda. mom. <laughs> loser sorry. Linda. Sorry. Ladder Linda. Ladder um. Linda. God damn it. That's why you're the headliner. All right. No, it's true. <laughs> er, no. Yeah. He proposes, she's in love with him and wants to marry him. I mean. And no problem, know. by the way. Yeah, right. I'll marry you, even though my daughter has just accused you of being a fucking full on pervert. I mean, most parents would pump the brakes at least a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, I mean, the mom, I don't, it, it's not like they had these like really moving moments together. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, she, he held her hand while she stood up on a stepladder and that, like a couple times. I mean, they didn't even seem that, I don't know, whatever. No, blah, there blah, was nothing. There was hardly anything. I mean, she, yeah. There was really no relationship that they wanted us to see other than his well, like obsession with Amy. Well, like you said, he was he was being respectful and saving himself for um Amy's for his, sweet sweet puss. for his stepdaughter. <laughs> I knew you were going to say puss, and why sorry. didn't I, I? I didn't mean to talk over it, everybody. I'm sorry. No, I also. I mean, what's grosser, puss or the one with the Y? I think I'm more comfortable with puss. But anyway, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> Amy calls her uncle in LA. He's a musician. Uncle Roger. Raj. Yeah. Uncle Roger. And she, t- she's like, my mom's going to marry this guy. I need your help. Uh, he says he can't. And then she's like, well, you missed my birthday the last 10 years. <laughs> so he's like, oh, okay, snap. And you see him show up in a train uh, t- from LA to San Diego. And I was a little confused with this because, okay, he's at the house talking to the mom he was in a band and eric roberts like looks up his band and then he charms the brother about his music like they hit it off immediately yeah because roger was at first he was he says well you know amy says this guy hit on you on her and 
Linda says, well, whatever, I'm marrying him, basically. It was not, that wasn't the conversation, but close enough. And yeah, and Eric Roberts is like, oh, I got to win this guy over. So he downloads one of his songs, one of the brother's songs. And when the brother comes out, who is very easily, obviously flattered by any right, compliment right. because he goes, oh, I know that band. In fact, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Or she she says you were great. So I downloaded one of your songs and the brother's like, oh, yeah, which one? And he names some song and he goes, oh, my God, that's like my first song, dude. Thanks for the download. And next thing you know, Roger's in love with Eric Roberts as, as we understand. We understand. He's easily wowed by his charm. Yeah. And Amy's well, like, he- God damn it. I know. She's like foiled again. And the brother looks like a Keith Urban knockoff, didn't he? He did. That's a good call. He definitely did. Yeah, He looked fun. He I did look Uncle- fun. I know yeah. a little more Roger. I wouldn't mind an Uncle Roger spinoff to be, but well, he dies, so that's not coming. Yeah. You know, I didn't, I wasn't sure if he died, but he for sure did once the he, once he poured Hyaluron- acid like on Like acid all over him? Yeah, that was yeah. aggressive. Well, and I'm um, like, well... I hope he took a pulse, but yeah. So uh, <laughs> he did. Yeah, he did. He was. He was. Or did you say he did, or he did? I said he did. He did. He 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 was very dead, and mm. uh, not yet. First he first he. Well, Raj, the brother, uh, um, is in love with Eric Roberts. Eric, and then the boyfriend Garth. We see he's getting his own blood test because he's yes. getting suspicious of things. The whole thing at the end where he's like, he's in love with Eric Roberts and they've had like the best time and drinks have been flowing, it looks like. And then he's about to get in his car and he's like, oh, where'd you live before this or something? Or when did you whatever? And and Eric Roberts is like, oh, Salt Lake City. And he's like, oh my God, I live there. Where were you? And Eric Roberts is like, oh, it was a long time ago. And then uh, Keith Urban Roger was like, well, I lived at whatever, whatever, and like gives an address. And because Eric Roberts couldn't like recall that address or whatever, that's what that's the rat that. Yeah, Uncle that's when that's Roger. when Uncle Roger got suspicious is it, it was something weird that I mean, they really put a lot of information. They could have just given us a simpler reason, like he didn't know yeah. the name of a city. But instead, it was that Uncle Roger, who seemed like a doofus until now, all of a sudden launches into something about to Linda. He says, um, something's up with that guy. He thought the address I said was weird because he said it sounded like geometry. Well, anyone who lived has ever lived in Salt Lake knows that the whole city's laid out in a oh. grid with the block. Like he went into some fucking, I don't know. I think I've not, yeah, I, I blacked asleep. out during, yeah, just yeah. fell right asleep. And yeah. so anyway, this was the reason that that's, that's the one thing that set off Roger going, something's up with this guy. There's no way he ever lived in Salt Lake City. So now we know yeah. Roger's on to him and the and the boyfriend's getting a blood test because he's trying to figure out what's up. And then, and meanwhile, Linda and the doctor just having the time of their lives. They're out at lunch or something. And while, she, while, she, while he's, she starts babbling and he just couldn't give a shit. So he starts fantasizing <laughs> about Amy. Mm-hmm. And then she, she gets, <laughs> this is why we probably never had, saw them have sex. She gets up from the table and Amy, uh, Linda gets up from the table and she goes, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. That coffee went right through me. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're, you're just fair, newly engaged. You haven't, mm-hmm. I, we haven't even seen you guys even indicate that you've had sex yet. Don't, this isn't the, 
the the thing you have to draw. You could just say, excuse me while I go to the restroom. You don't have to right. be like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Got to go. She should have been like, no, number one or number two, guess. No. Yeah. She was, it was No. It was a Did lot. Did you think? Yeah, it was awful. I mean, you you it, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't think she would do that. But what is she? What is her grave error, Sarah? What would she not have done if she'd watched any other motherfucking Lifetime movie? She wouldn't have left her phone on the table, face up, <gasps> for Doctor Eric Roberts to see. And by the way, if you're gonna have, if you're about to take the dump of your life from what you just <laughs> indicated when you're you got up. Why you, your phone? You want your phone for something to do while you're I in know. there for the next three and a half hours. I know. How else are you going to be relaxed enough? To, uh, yeah. I mean, no, it just, she, she just left it sitting there. The unattended yeah. phone, Mary's worst nightmare. My nom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She leaves her phone. Roger uh, calls the phone conveniently. While Linda's rolling a deuce. <laughs> it's so, sorry. Anyway, it's true. I only speak the truth. Mm-hmm. And so Eric Roberts can see in font 36 that Roger's calling. <laughs> and then Eric Roberts lets it go to voicemail. A voicemail pops up. Eric Roberts listens to it because, again, he's got ample time. Mm-hmm. And uh, and there's Rogers, no lock apparently on the phone or anything. Yeah, again, no no privacy, no locks on the phone. And Roger leaves a very detailed message of his concerns about Eric Roberts. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Eric Roberts listens to this. He's like, what do I do? And he texts Roger from Linda's phone saying, meet me at the house in 30 minutes. Then he deletes the text. And then... Yeah. I don't know. We never even see Linda get back to the table, I don't think. No. (laughs) I'm surprised she ever made it out. They should have just gotten married in there. Um, (laughs) She fell in, as my mom would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's he deleted the voice message. He deleted the incoming call. He deleted the text. And I guess he just assumed that that the guy would never write back. Roger would never write back and be like, okay, see you there in 10. That's valid. I didn't... A normal person would at least respond to that, but he's counting on him just meeting her at at the house in 30 minutes or whatever. So Linda ends up, she does, she does um, reappear out of the bathroom because she's got to go back to work. So he knows. It'd be funny if she came back in a change of pants. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I, it's like toilet paper on her shoe or anything. Yeah. 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 She's like flushed and crying. (laughs) She's just like, hey, do you have a mop and a plunger? We have a problem. No, I'm sorry. Stop it, Mary. I know that you don't like this sort of humor. Okay. Eric Roberts. I enjoy anything you say. I'm uncomfortable about (laughs) number two, but this is a part of the uh, integral, but this is a part of the movie that they laid out for us and we have to talk about it. So I'm not- lay it out. Linda laid it out, Sarah. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. Eric Roberts. Linda goes back to work. Because, yes, you're right. Because that's she comes back to the table because she has to go back to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that leaves yeah. Eric Roberts to go meet Roger, who at the house, just where he told he thinks Linda told him to meet him. And he's just sitting there. <laughs> he's Having just sitting a there great like, day. oh, my God. He looked like he's just eating cereal, watching TV. He has oh. like a movie on. He has, he has a nice life. He has some movie on that they sort of um, pair up with the scenes happening. 
with, yes. I don't know what the movie was. I should probably know. It seemed like it was some kind of, it was in black and white and it was something about a doctor and the doctor saving me and, or get this doctor out of town. I don't know, but they were, it was very cinematic the way they paired yeah. it up with this scene where you're watching the movie that he's watching while Dr. Eric Roberts is creeping up behind him. And then when he thinks that he's about to, he has a syringe out, right? And um, yeah, he thinks he's about one. to, yeah, he thinks he's about to get Roger with the syringe of deadly whatever. And Roger, he's already gotten up from his chair to get more cereal. Yeah, I I really related to Raj in that moment because it's like you always have a little extra milk when you're in the recliner. But no, he was just having a great day. Yeah, and yeah. And he, he went up to get more back. cereal, and he comes back, and he uses the, he finds the doctor there, and he uses the cereal box as a shield, so the syringe goes into the That's cereal right. box instead. Yes. So that yeah. the cereal died, but. He somehow ended up, I couldn't really tell because I was so in, in, interested in the <laughs> flashback from the movie that was playing to the scene that was playing before them that I don't really know how Roger died. Well, okay. From what I remember, it's a little bit of a glimmer. It's a basically at one point, like you said, Roger uses the cereal box as a shield. The syringe needle goes right into the cereal box. It's on the ground. Uh, Dr. Eric Roberts and uh, Roger are in a hand-to-hand combat situation where they end up kind of wrestling on the ground. And at one point, uh, the movie's playing, and I believe that's when the line, because the, I, I, it was su- such a weird parallel where um, someone on the movie says, do me a favor, or the girl says, do me a favor, kill my mother and then love me forever. And then the man in the movie goes, I will. And that's when Eric Roberts wrestling with, uh, what's his name? Keith Urban on the floor is like, you know, gets the strength to reach over and grab the syringe out of the cereal box and stabs uncle Roger. Okay. He did stab him with it. It seemed, it yeah. seemed like it just flew out and maybe hit him in the eye. I couldn't really tell what happened, but I was like, did it just get a little droplet in his eye and die? But yes, oh, I think you're maybe. correct. There was, but I was so focused on him watching that movie. And then, and then of course he saw like Amy's face in the mo- in the TV yeah. screen instead of, and she says, kill my well, mom. And he's like, yeah. So he, now he's gotten rid of Roger. I'll tell you, I mean, he's got a little, I'm not saying that Eric Roberts has like a a limp or anything, but he's, he's up in years. He's got a bit of a, an arrhythmic gait, you know, to his, his walk, but like somehow he got uh, Roger upstairs and into a, his dead heavy corpse into a bathtub where then he proceeded to dump bad stuff on him yeah Yeah, he's up it was got it got that one was aggressive i think he put him in the trunk and then took him to his weird rental house and then oh you're right and he put him in well still he still had to and it was probably also upstairs yeah a lot of effort and he poured Mm -hmm. acid on him and you just i was like i guess that that just fully decomposed the body in this rental house bathtub which has made me think really rethink ever Airbnb, being Airbnb, Airbnb, being renting an Airbnb. I should oh my say God, it again. I like that. Yeah. Airbnb. Well, it also made me sort of, I know, you know, I'm a little hot to trot for Eric Roberts, but I was like, it's like he's done a bunch of murders and he's done a bunch of crazy shit. But when he dumped the acid, that was, I guess that's where my, 
my my like levels are of like what I can can and can't handle. Like that's when I was like, ah, it's a little monster like. You know? Yeah, that's where you drew the line. Yeah, yeah, I got. I thought it was a lot. I definitely, I definitely felt like we could have just maybe he could have just thrown him on, on the side yeah. of the high, off that bridge that we saw them draw drive across at one point. Kind of anything yeah. other than um, the, just the burning burning his flesh in a bathtub. Yeah, yeah. But, that's not the Eric Roberts I know and love. No, it's not. And now, and like you know, and now you can't use that bathtub. I mean, maybe he had to. But I'm just saying, you wow. can't really. I, I think he's. I think he saw that there was a move coming up. You know, right? That's true. That's true. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, amid all this, the the next day, the wedding continues. There's a a, a wedding between Dr. Eric Roberts and Linda. Oh, full and, fledged wedding with like, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like some with, planning had been involved. Yeah, with just her. All her friends, all her family. Amy did at least mention that because I was like, why doesn't anyone wonder how he doesn't have one single friend? And Linda's excuse was, well, he just moved here. He just moved here. Okay. But if he's getting married, he doesn't know one person that wants to fly in. Right. Right. Or, and also, like, he's a doctor at a hospital locally, right? Yeah. Shouldn't he have a couple coworkers, couple staff? Anybody swing by. Yeah. Yeah. But no, they don't. I mean, Amy thinks it's weird, but not weird enough. Um, She doesn't even think it's weird when they say you may kiss the bride and he just (gasps) locks eyes with Amy and then open mouths kiss. Open mouth. Oh, my Mm -hmm. God, Sarah. That was like so. I bet you that was so fun to film for him. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, he's like, he's eye fucking Amy, then opens his mouth and then just dives, gobbles up her mom's lips, but still maintains (laughs) eye contact with her. I mean, it was Uh, fucking gross. It was gross. It was a lot. And then he said, and then they start talking about the honeymoon. And she tells, Linda tells her daughter, well, for our honeymoon, he's rented a vacation home in Pine Valley. They said Pine Valley. Any, anyone, anyone know what that is? No. no. Okay. Oh, you're the only person on here. Um, All My Children, <laughs> the famous oh. soap opera All My Children was located in Pine Valley. That was the oh. fabled city in All My Children. And my mom used to watch it. And I don't know if Eric Roberts was at one point on it or if someone just said Pine Valley and nobody knew, but I just found it interesting and also a useless nugget of information for me well, to add yeah. to this podcast. A little n- nostalgia. That's mm-hmm. fun. That's yeah. cool. I w- now I know. So they were going to Pine Valley. Yeah. And oh my God. But before, okay, before they take off, this was one of my favorite scenes. And I assume that you loved it too. When he, because he goes into a room in the house after he gets married and he's on the computer with the doctor that we saw him on earlier with. Yes, and therapist. Sh- the yeah. therapist. Yeah. That we, that he was, that he fired when he was in Cancun. So we see him talking to her. And she says, I found out some information about a doctor that looks just like you. And she holds up a photo of him and that he's wanted. And then the FBI comes in and the FBI is like, we can trace where your computer is, blah, blah, blah. So he starts going off on this guy and saying, I'm not going to tell you where I am. And then Amy walks in and looks and we see he's really just talking to a blank computer screen. He's imagining this whole conversation. Just really enthusiastically, passionately yelling at a just a, a turned off computer. 
just screen. a blank. Yeah, just, just a blank. dark. Yeah. And she's like, oh, that's um, that's odd that you're doing this. And he just goes, she goes, who are you talking to? He goes, oh, I used to live alone for a long time. I like talking to myself. And I thought, well, I can confirm that that's actually true. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't need a reflective screen to do it. But yeah, I, I'm with <laughs> you, you know. Yeah, yeah. You could just babble in the corner. But right. <laughs> She's obviously a little bit alarmed by it. And then she's even alarmed. She's very alarmed because he says, um, you know, I'm I'm your stepdad. I'm your stepdad now. You know that, right? And I'm like, oh, this guy's definitely watched like stepdad porn on YouTube. Oh, big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He knows. what. To, and then he, he kind of tapped his chest and he goes, I got you. If something ever happens Ugh. to your mom, I got you. And then he says that I, I love you. And I think this is when I, I just want to say, Listen, Dr. Eric Roberts, you just never know when to quit. You never know when yeah. to just draw the draw the line because right. you, you you cross the line too early with her. She's freaked out by you now. And now you're yelling at a computer and saying, I got you. I'm your stepdad. No, it's just he just honestly, that's his his biggest flaw. I mean, aside from the homicide and some of those other stalking things. Acid he, burning. The mm-hmm. acid burning. He has a bad case of air quotes too far like he just goes <laughs> a hair too far he could get away with even like the creepy like you know i'm your stepdad now like haha <laughs> shoulders like but he goes too far and and you know and that's his only problem yeah that's his that's definitely his only problem for sure <laughs> um <laughs> for me for me wanting to be with him okay no right me. Um, well, no. Garth, the boyfriend calls Amy after she's seen all this. And he says now, cause he's on to the doctor. Now he says, I got a blood test. I don't have herpes. So, um, and she's like, well, great. Good for you. I still do. And you gave it to me, whatever. And he says, no, no, my, my doctor says that your test looks weird. And she's like, so what about it? We got two different tests. And he's like, fucking listen to what I'm saying. Yeah. Your yeah. test has been faked. And I think the doctor's trying to break us up. And she, she goes, thank you. I just saw him talking to a blank computer screen. He's insane. And then hangs up. <laughs> yeah. Call you back in five. Yeah. Yeah. Just thank you for that information. And she, now they left, did they, they left to go on their honeymoon. Yeah. Correct? They took, they took off um, across a, several cliffs, car. by the way, which is not bothering her at all. They're just driving right along a cliff. Her, height, oh, yeah. her fear of heights are so gone. They just show this car that says just married, just winding around like canyons and cliffs. Um, and you know, to go he's, to- he's accelerating through the turns. You know, he is. He's oh, a yeah. thrill chaser. He's a, he's a real wild driver. Yeah. He, uh, <laughs> she goes to, she, so the daughter goes over to Eric Roberts's house that he's mm-hmm. just, living in but like with no furniture she breaks she manages to get in a window yeah. quite easily and then says this cool line dude needs a decorator <laughs> and i was like it was nice. so yeah it was so funny the way they said it as if it was going to be like the line of the movie or something mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i'm like don't even try to give that to amy eric roberts is always going to have the line of the movie but yeah she said it they kind of panned in on her as if it was going to be sort of the quote that everyone talked about. And maybe it was, I don't know. The movie aired a bit ago, as we said, this is where, you know, we're recapping a classic. So I couldn't tell you if that line took off on Twitter or not, but my, <laughs> yeah, get, valid. my guess, my guess is no. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But so she kind of goes through his house because she's trying to figure out what he's up to. She finds an article about a woman, about a, a wife on a honeymoon dying on a boat and going to disappearing. And so she starts freaking out. She's like, oh, this is his yeah. plan for my mom. So she calls, she calls 911 and she says, my mom got married and he's going to kill her. And 911 is like, I don't, um, okay, like how or what do you mean? And she's like, yeah, no, I know he's crazy. And I broke into his house. And um, I can tell you, there's an article in here about a woman on a boat, and he's going to kill her. And the 911 operator is like, "You broke into someone's house, and you're calling 911. Like this isn't. It's just she didn't really think things through. She could have probably yeah. found a different way to get police to help her. Um, yeah. But she's panicking, and she goes, "You people are impossible," and hangs up on 911. <laughs> so that's. And then she calls. She calls trusty herpeless Garth and, and leaves him a message to meet her there. Apparently she has the address. I mean, for stuff where she doesn't know what she's doing and acts like a, an idiot. She also like, I don't know how or why she had the address to their honeymoon house, but she does fortunately. So she mm-hmm. like races her car I'll, over there. I'll tell you what, Mayor, I'll tell you what, Mayor Bear, the what? mom, they threw that in there. They threw that nugget in there at one point during when she, when Amy and the and and Linda were talking about the honeymoon. She says, "Yes, we're leaving today." I texted you the address. <gasps> Sarah, mm-hmm. your attention to detail is impressing me. It's just I'm just a lady who's watched a lot of Lifetime, and I know that they're gonna th- throw out weird little nuggets for no fucking reason, and then they're gonna throw out and some for some? a reason. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, good. I like that. So, mm-hmm. okay, all right, my bad. So she she had yeah. the address, and mm-hmm. she drives decides to drive out there. Not like you said, she called Garth. He's on the beach playing volleyball um, because he's a herpy free. Yeah, and- celebrating. <laughs> It's like a Valtrex commercial, but without needing Valtrex. Don't they? Aren't they always like riding, doing something outside? Um, (laughs) Just, just, yeah, really leaning into the freedom of anyway. Yeah. Being Mm -hmm. herpulous. And Mm -hmm. they, so now, but then while she's driving out there, she's got no help, no 911, no Garth. And while they're in there, um, he, Eric Roberts has taken Linda to the house and he's showing her around. And they're toasting. That looked nice. They were toasting oh, champagne. Did. And he kept refilling her glass. And then yeah. at one point he said, never trust a person who doesn't drink, which again, I fell back in love. I, I was going to say, did that get you over the acid mm-hmm. burning yeah. of the body? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You're, you're, you guys are back together now. My, my pendulum swung. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then and he blindfolds her and thinks she thinks he's going to do something sexy. And this is the first time we've seen them. So she's like, oh, what are you going to do? And I'm like, oh, now she I guess she was saving it for the honeymoon. She thinks she's going to get laid or something. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But he takes her out in she's got she's got the blindfolds on and he walks her out onto this balcony and then he looks down from the balcony and there's a plant sitting there. So he, he pushes the plant off the balcony and make sure make sure that it splits open when it hits the ground like he wants her head to i guess oh my god i mm-hmm. know and and it does so he's like oh that'll do it i think he mumbled to himself like yeah that'll yeah. do it like science it, experiment done let's do yeah. this and she has no idea where she is but she's tr- you know she's trusting him she married the guy yeah very trusting for a lady a month ago who wouldn't get on a fucking step stool or chair right. you know what i mean she's come a long way so congrats linda she has and what does she do what does what does he do with her 
Archie. Oh no, Tell he, the he leads he leads her over to the side to the edge of this balcony thing and he has her step on, up onto a chair or a bench of some sort and he's like you know really feel it whatever again she's blindfolded I mean I, I can't imagine anyone with or without some height fears doing this then he says one more and has her step up on the edge of the fucking wall there yeah and I mean then, no matter what you yeah. know like you if you've stepped up that high you know it and at some point you go you know what motherfucker like this isn't what I was looking for on my honeymoon this isn't yeah. a fun game yeah yeah I've been blindfolded for five six minutes now there's no dick near me what are we doing you know <laughs> yeah. what I mean like yeah. <laughs> like this isn't what I signed up for I, pal. I thought we were gonna you play know? hide the salami not put me on it. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, I was gonna do a little inside joke. Thought we were gonna have a little soak. Go have a soak, but no. That's for the Married at First Sight podcast. Tune in. Yeah. Um Friday's episode. You'll learn what that means this past Friday's. Um but yeah, anyway, if you no. hadn't listened to it yet, please do because you'll yeah, enjoy it. You'll appre- you'll walk away discussion. with more than you showed up with. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so she like doesn't question you whenever. So then all of a sudden, so so what's her name? Amy gets Amy. there. She's going through the house and she finally gets up to where they are and sees her mother blindfolded uh, on, a on the edge on the ledge and Eric Roberts standing there ready to just tip her over. And and what's he do, Sarah? He just he just takes his hand. He goes, oh, like sees Amy like, oh, there's Amy and just shoves the mom <laughs> off the side of the balcony and like no oh. big deal. And then and so oh. Amy and then Amy, I feel like to, w- went running inside instead of I feel like I would have hoped that my daughter would have at least run to the balcony and see to look over. Yeah, just or anything. Some sort of follow-up to that move anything i mean she's just really out for herself at this point and so she runs back inside the house and he starts i think he jumps he he like grabs her and gets her on the bed and they're like fighting on the bed and then they show the the mom just Um, fucking dangling off the side of the balcony because she's blindfolded and had the foresight to grab onto something somehow. Yeah, like her spidey skills. Like she's scaling a fucking wall. There's no way this bitch had that either upper body strength or anything. But I mean good good for the movie. You yeah. Know? I mean they I mean, wanted her yeah. they wanted to give us a little Linda, you know, figured right. it out somehow. But there's zero I mean anyone else, you're you're split open like that planter. I mean there's yeah. no um, Linda Linda had go-go gadget <laughs> arms and managed to secure them on the ledge and not mm-hmm. die and pull and her die. body up over. Yeah. Um, and that's when, when Dr. Eric Roberts is holding Amy down in the bed saying, please kiss me, almost crying. <laughs> not quite. <laughs> almost. Um, uh, I just then, wanted one little tear. I kind of did. I know. I like it when he sobs. And that's probably the grossest thing I've ever said all night. <laughs> <long. laughs> Oh man. Um but yeah, and Lit so then Linda comes in and she she thwacks him over the head with a champagne bottle and with gets a champagne all- bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then and then Garth shows up because the the Amy had left him the address and said, Meet me there. So finally he shows up and they start hugging and kissing just to rub it in the mom's face that she's got a boyfriend and her fucking husband was a serial killer. Yeah. And yeah. um and then and the and the mom's just kind of like 
looking out the window. And she's not, she just seems not at all phased. She's just like, oh God, another guy that I married that tried to kill me well, and marry my daughter. Like there was no reaction. I haven't written, I, I, in, again, I wanted Eric Roberts to sob during this movie, but no one cried or got upset during this whole scene. Mm-mm. There was no, no tears, not Mm-mm. even maybe a raised voice. No, it was very, it, I felt like they were like, oh, we're towards, we're almost two hours into this movie. We just got to wrap it up. So shove her off the balcony, run in. We'll end it with the champagne bottle. Boom, boom. He'll go to yeah. jail. That was yeah. sort of there. That feels like what happened. They, they got a, they got the light. Got, they had to wrap it up or something. Yeah, yeah. They got the light. They're like, all right, well, they, somebody else needs a soundstage. And, um, or is that the right word? You're the actor soundstage mm-hmm. studio. Mm-hmm. I don't sure. know. Anyway. But I really enjoyed the end, and I I want you to say exactly what he does. So I found it interesting because in my in my brain, having only seen the other one, I thought, oh, he's okay. The cops have him now. He's going to like, I don't know. They're going to turn their heads before he gets in the cop car, and he'll he'll be gone or something. Right? But no, no he, he gets he goes arrested. To the clink. In fact, they put handcuffs on him, and he says, "Ouch." Oh, you hear, I don't know did. if you heard, he goes, ouch. Oh, like they, they hurt had, him. Yeah, they hurt him. Um, they, hurt, they hurt him. And he goes to he goes to jail, and you see him sitting in jail. He was writing um, in a notebook with what looked like a, a giant highlighter. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, and maybe that's because they can't have pens, and that's where they wanted to get realistic or something. Oh, you could book stab. two. Well, I just now thought of that, because it was this like, why is he writing? Like with 7 a.m., Sarah, watch this, this movie. I'm not sure to be honest. I can't remember what time of day it was. I'm I think just it impressed. was press. Yeah, I think it was the afternoon when I tend to be more alert. All right. It was just nice job is all I want to say. No problem. So he's writing notes and he looks over at the guard who I thought he had poisoned her or something, but no, she just starts choking, right? I don't Oh yeah, yeah. This prison guard, yeah. On like yeah. a candy bar. Yeah. She's she starts choking on her candy bar pretty violently and the, the other guards come running to help save her because he is, you know, he's at his heart. Like I said, he's a doctor. He wants to he's save a people. Helper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he starts screaming for, and he goes, just open the door. I can save her. You guys are just going to let her die. You're just going to let her die. I can save her. And they're finally like, all right, I guess we got to open the door. So you open the door and I don't know. I'm like, is he going to run? What's going to happen? But then how's yeah. he going to get out? Well, no, he saves her because that's his calling. And and he just he does the he t- puts the hands around gives the, the old Heimlich and the candy bar comes out and she sits down on the floor and she looks at him and says, "I owe you one." And what does he say? He says, "Yeah, you do." And, and then, then he winks. Is, he winks like a motherfucker. I loved it so much. Oh, right at the camera. He, wait, he oh. goes, "Yeah, you do." Right at the camera. So that's like. Basically, he's like, I saved your life. She's going to get me out. We're going to have a stock by my doctor three. Everyone calm oh. down. Life's going to be good. Oh, my God. It made me so happy just to see the out for him. I mean, I know I already know that there's another movie, but I needed him to tell me. Yeah. No, I know. You need confirmation from the man himself. Yeah. I mean, what a what a roller coaster, Sarah. Uh, what a ride. What a ride. <sighs> and I... God, Eric Roberts, if you're listening, we love you. Yeah, we really do. We enjoy the shit out of you. We enjoy the shit out of you. Please just keep making these every year and every month until whatever. Until, yeah. until, until I die, at least. 
Well, I was going to say until until till you can't watch or you can't make them and we can't watch them, whatever comes yeah. first, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Um, God, oh. I hope everyone enjoyed listening to us talk about this. And I hope you guys enjoy these as much as we do, because it brings us so much, so much happiness. And yeah, I, I it's nice to feel, you know, during <laughs> these times. It, it really, really is. is. It really is. And, you know, we, you know that we have on Fridays, the next episode you'll hear from us is on Friday, which was our Married at First Sight season 12 recap. And these other episodes, which are the lifetime recaps are out every Tuesday. So we, twice a week, you can, we can bring so much joy into your home, your car, yeah. your gym, your ear pads, your whatever the fuck. Your heart, your, your loins. Heart. Depending on what you're, what, where you, whatever hole you need to fill, you know? <laughs> we fill them all. Yeah. But we're equal opportunity hole fillers. So, yeah. Boy. And that's how we end this. And that's how we put a bow on this bitch. That's for sure. All right. Bye. Well, thank you. I, I love you, Sarah Colonna. Talk to you I soon. I love you. Bye. Bye.